Well, simply put on this podcast this morning, we cannot let Rome crumble. I'm Alex Garrett. AlexGNYC is my Twitter, Instagram, and my much-begrudged co-host, co, uh, so to speak, of this podcast is Mike Myers. Mike, I kind of let you in the bullpen a little too long out there. You're a little pent up, and now you're here. Good morning. Well, I was trying to figure out a new system here of recording because I got yeah. another microphone. But where's the freaking professionalism in all of this stuff? What is going on? Alex, I'm shocked. I'm sure you are, as are many. Anyway, uh, how are you this morning, first of all? Well, he has, and he has no right to be nervous. We have the right to be nervous. So, Michael, do you think that this brumbling, dismantling of, of, of this, do you think dismantlings of police departments are, are God's way of fixing things, or is that just going against God? Uh, let's see. God is a God of order. The police overall bring about order. Uh, well, should we just do away with, let's just get rid of stop signs next. You know, I've been talking about this for a long time, the importance of having order and truth. And, you know, the STOP doesn't mean squealed tires on pavement. It means to stop, to come to a complete stop. Mm. No, I think it's crazy. I, I, I think God is allowing things to happen just to show how crazy we human beings can be if left to ourselves. No, I agree. I agree with you there. So how do we do it if it's, if it's left to us? What do we do? Well, first of all, I don't into the oh what do I want to say what do they call it straw, straw man yeah the straw man argument that's a good point well I uh, somebody posted something this morning on Facebook and I was going to try to not and I won't, I won't read the whole thing but it is really profound you take a knee and even though it's your right I don't agree with the action I'm racist you see, if I don't agree with your action, then I am whatever you want to call me. And that is bull pooping. Not only that, we can't even fight back if they say it. It's like, forget about trying to clarify yourself, because once you're deemed that, you're done, so to speak. And that's not right either. Well, so to speak, we're done. But we're not done, which is the exciting part. And I guess the response is that we just need to continue to stand for what is right. Do the next right thing, but if somebody else says right is wrong, does that mean that we completely rearrange our whole system of right and wrong? I mean, truth is relative. Truth is truth. You can't just change the truth because you don't like what the truth is. And that's what's going on, and it's really sad. It's really sad. And it makes me angry, and I just need to back away, but I can't back away because, like you said, what are we going to do? Rome, Rome is burning. We're going to just sit back and throw some gasoline on it, and then it, you know, backflashes or whatever, and then consumes us? No, I'm not willing to burn in this mess. And I'm not, I'm not one to know exactly how the Roman Empire went down. I think it's worth a study. Um, but it does feel like people just sat back and let it happen, right? Is that is that an honest truth that people? Uh, mm -hmm. it, Rome destroyed itself from within. That's exactly what people are trying to do to the, to our country to have it destroyed. You get people that, that 
come in and they take up positions and like, what's the deal with Minneapolis and then this this city council or whatever, you know, an official, hey, nobody can stop our our vote. We're going to defund the, the police and set up our own system of, of law and order. Well, right. And now, and it's a veto proof thing, which is so ridiculous. And here's the craziest part. You know, I thought they booed the mayor off the stage for letting the riots happen, letting them, the Minneapolis mayor for letting the riots happen and letting the carnage take place. No, they booed him because he didn't take out the uh, the police. I couldn't. It's it's almost cartoonish, Mike. It's almost cartoonish because what world are we in where we say defund the security and the protections we have? That's not our world that I know anyway. You know, there's a guy here in town. In fact, I had him on the show a couple, two, three months ago. The guy that put up the great big, you know, uh, uh, Trump thingy on his building. He went ahead and was proactive, and he boarded up all of the windows. He owns a lot of property in town. And he boarded up the windows of all the uh, buildings that he owns. And people are saying, well, he's just inciting trouble. Why? Because he's covering his protecting his property and that's what he, that's what wait, wait wait so, so, so run my please run by that run that by me again cause yeah, he was boarding up his property he was inciting trouble is that what you just told me that they said that someone said yes and that's what's going on and when I drove down to on Main Street the other day I, I was like you gotta be kidding me this is little boon this is this is this is not just, so. What you're basically telling me is this m- nature is not just in the big cities. It's in towns like Boone, Iowa. It's probably in towns all over the country, and hopefully we can expose that. Right? Expose how the little towns are also affected by this nuttiness. I, yes. To answer your question, yes. And so, how do we do it? <laughs> how do we encourage people in the small towns too to just say, "Hey, we're having issues here too." shelter in place, be safe at home until all this crap blows over, and then will people look at it and go, wow, we should have done something earlier, maybe I should have boarded up my, yeah, but they would have said, so? Since when do we cower because of something somebody, you know, that's where the United States, I really love this country. I mean, if you look at the whole thing and how we we disconnected or whatever, fought for our freedom, and oh, and by the way, on this, on this Facebook post is a uh, a picture of a war veteran's uh, tombstone that was busted in half. What? Yeah, just it's all it's just all uh... part of the incredible, you know, anger that is very it's uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going fishing. Oh, uh, you're going fishing. There's an article I got to send you about that that fishing is going to help us Bring the country together, or some. I got to read what exactly it said, boss. I need that article because after you mentioned it, it came up. Um, really? Yeah, and I'm I'm excited now. I'm not want to do uh, conspiracy theories, although some people may think I am. I don't know. But um, my next <laughs> no, I'm not going to say it. But what happens if they let this thing happen? 
they at least the protesting and the peaceful marches <laughs> so that people could get COVID and then they'll have another excuse to lock us in. Like, I just feel like there's some weird connection there. I hope not, though. I was told yesterday by somebody in the know with the nursing home across the street where my mama is, it will be at least a year before they will reopen. Oh my God. Uh, pardon me? Yeah, evidently we have to have a vaccine first before um, they're going to allow people. That's what I heard. I, I'm sorry. I'm not buying that. I, I'm not. What do you think the reasoning is then? Uh, I don't know that it's a fact. See, and there's part of the it's a fact that they're not going to reopen for a year I could riot I mean I could go picket <laughs> picket the nursing home let my mama free let my uh, mama go <laughs> that's so oh. but as you know I was worried about that with my dad not the nursing home because thank god he hasn't needed that but just the fact that I wouldn't see him for months on end and yet we've made it work I mean I see him and I just saw him yesterday too, so that's happening. But now, now my next test is I want to see my friends. I want to see my peers. I want to see my colleagues. And here's the thing: I know people are seeing each other now, and people are. So I want to be included in that. It's just I'm also very wary because I still have a system that needs to be protected. Yes, you do, and I have to not ever forget that. But it just it kind of saddens me. Like, what do I do? I don't want to bring it back here. I don't want to even try and get it, but I do need that social interaction again. And because and I'm going to go back to what I believe is the, the truth. I was sitting with a flat last night listening to, uh, who cares what I was listening to? We were, never mind. Anyway, and it comes back to, yeah, the truth. We are designed for um, relationships. And if we can't have those, a lot of, I think we're just kind of dying on the vine. Mm. It's just really sad because somebody, oh my gosh, I hate to say this. Yeah. Somebody, oh no, because somebody's going to misconstrue this. Somebody's got their knee on the vine and it's cutting off the, the, the precious life to the rest of the vine, and that's just not good. And what this guy did again in Minneapolis, inexcusable. Let's let justice play out, folks. And not take it into our own hands because that's nothing. But what do they call that when you do that? Vigilantism. Uh, vigilantism, and that you know, and and here's the other, and, and that was also frowned upon. You know, the Curtis Lee when the Guardian Angels are back out there doing what they have to to protect the city if the cops aren't going to. Of course, that was a big huh. friction back in the 80s, 70s that they were doing this and the cops weren't. Um, of course, George Zimmerman. Look, George Zimmerman almost had an ama- had a case to self-defense. It was horrible. But then after he does that, he lost all my respect when he started babbling on about other stuff. It was like, okay, then you... It just... He's not a good person. Um, and, of course, that was one of the big things of vigilantism, too. Like, look at this guy. He had to do the thing in Florida. He stood his ground, supposedly, or however you want. I mean, I think he was... I think stand your ground is a useful... Um, policy and people would disagree with that but what do you think do you think that kind of policy is is necessary to stand your ground yeah i mean this is that that's one of the big things like yeah yeah, people have the right to do that (laughs) absolutely i mean the right to protect what is yours no why don't you just come on 
know, hey, bring it all on, folks. You know, that's why the whole thing about I, 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 well, I have never. Well, I don't even want to talk about it because I don't want to show people I might possibly be vulnerable. I understand why people own firearms. You just better, you just better know how to use it responsibly, and don't have some go off in some freaking you know fit of anger and start because then you become just like everybody else. Michael, there's no doubt. By the way, Radio Hope, 9 a.m. Eastern. He actually, I got him on here a little later than I should have. That was my fault, 1,000%. Usually it. Yeah, but... Mike, you're such a jerk. But this is the other thing now. I love you, man. If these... Thank you. I love you too, brother, even though you put up with me, and I love that you put up with me. No, we put up with each other. That's the cool thing. There's the sermon. It's a, it's a miracle when two sinners can live under the same roof. Yesterday, Laura and I really got into it, kind of sort of heavy duty, and she was right, and I was right, and we were both right, but yet she was apologized for getting so yucky over the top, and I apologized for... I, I didn't see her. Uh, what? No way. <laughs> no, 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 I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I'm kidding. Uh, now, of course, as I'm podcasting, there's a huge lawnmower outside, so that's also fun. Isn't doing radio from home fun? <laughs> uh, well, you, you know, I have been, uh, since the 19, since 2000. No, since 1999, I've been, uh, doing, I've been broadcasting from home. Okay, I got I to gotta mention something, which is very cool, and I, I I guess I was too young to know that the podcast existed back then, but that's just so cool. Um, but you, you just mentioned broadcasting, and actually, if you notice when you do a Spreaker Live and you end it, you know what they say? They say the broadcast has ended, and I'm like, so I did just broadcast. This isn't more, this is just a podcast, this is a real broadcast, even if it's not on the air, it's something of the like, right? So I... I kind of am a broadcaster, as are you. Which also means we got to be responsible in what we're broadcasting, right? Exactly. Exactly. That, that can come back to, to, to nip you in the, in the bud, or is it in the bud? Uh, I don't know. Who cares? In the, yeah, I don't know. It's, that's one thing I've never, There's bud, but whatever. Uh, but to your other point about the two A's, the, the gun owners, right? Liberals have long standed against even people. I mean, maybe this isn't true, but I also feel like it could be even law abiders. I've always thought that was the case. They claim they don't, but they also show that they do want to also take it away from the law abiders. Um, if that's the case, then how do they expect us to defend each other? Oh, wait. Maybe the radicals don't expect us to defend each other, and they can have free reign. Is that what we're going for here by saying defund the police and and keep the good people inside? You know what? It might be. In fact, my wife get this. So yesterday, Laura says, "You know what? If we were if we were told if we were told that everybody needs to stay sheltered down, stay in your house for two weeks," she said. I would do it if it meant my freedom. I said, you don't have to do it, and you're still free. You, you Again, you're mm. sniffing the Kool-Aid. We don't, we're, we have, we're, we're like sheep, like dumb sheep. I'm just glad that, 
I know my Savior's voice, and I hear it, and he's first of all saying, don't go kill people. Don't murder. That's not what you do. That's not how you respond. You stand. But you make sure you stand for what is right. And, Michael, that is where I found a lot of those protesters that did defend the police, which there are videos of, were, yeah. were very godly and very – they got it. You know, they didn't They didn't want the, the radical and rioters to do that, so they stood lying in front of the cops. And so I just wish – and I say it again. I wish there's a study on how many times it was the rioters inciting the violence and the cops because – when you only show one side, you are truly spinning a narrative that may not be true at all. And we have to change that, Michael. So, with that, look, well, here's, here's, here's an interesting thing. And would I be willing to, um, would I be willing to, see, I can't even say stick my neck out there because of everything that's happened. It's going to be misconstrued. Would I be willing to, number one, voice my God-given right to express myself peacefully, I believe, uh, wear my Trump hat, which is dangerous in the first place, but I'm still wearing it, and take a sign and march with those people that they're going to, the BLM, we're having a Black Lives Matter march here in Boone, believe it or not. It's being organized as we speak. I don't know when it's going to be for sure. And I do a sign that says, all lives matter. What do you think is going to happen to me? Unfortunately, you might be pelted with something. Um, and that's not so evidently my life doesn't matter because I have a different opinion well and it's sad to say that and okay here's another thing that you just brought out of me that I'm I'm really going to say publicly now they've actually hijacked the peaceful protests so now that they wanted us to make a distinction between the rioters and peaceful now they're going to ingrain the peaceful protesters to yell defund the police and I just don't I am just so agitated about that in and of itself like, you had us say, you had us really tell, you know, acknowledge that peaceful protest is necessary, which is true. But now you're going to program these people to say, defund the police. And it's just like, can't you let anything be secret, sacred? You can't even let the peaceful protesters be peaceful. You have to now program them to start chanting something that is so uh, radical. Oh, and again, you just, you just you hit it out of the park. And I've seen, I saw that video of you throwing a pitch. Huh. Wow. Thank you. I am just, again, you know, and, and I just don't see, I, I, uh, okay, what am I saying? But I don't know, I just, I, am I wrong to say the peaceful protests have been hijacked now too? No, that's, that's exactly what's going on. And it's getting, it's, it's, so, but you're bringing up a good point in your whole, your whole point to start with when you, when you first said, well, we need to stop Rome from, from burning. So how do we do that? That's a great question. Hmm. That is a that's really what it comes down to. It's like okay, how should we respond to what's going on? Well, uh, firstly, we we just keep doing this, and if people will join us, if and also I don't know if you do a lot of social media posting. I know you do. Um, maybe hashtag those things that are. Trending in the liberal way and just say, hey, guys, we have another take on hashtag, uh, you know, Blackout Tuesday or something. Like, you know, we have to have a new tactic. We have to be tactical in the way we approach it or we won't be um, – we won't even be approached to talk or we're – because we'll look like we're, we're some sort of racist or something. But, 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 but you just said 
we won't be approached to talk by who. Well, we want to dialogue. We also should be wanting to dialogue with them and figure out why the hell they're saying defund the police. And if we don't do it the right way, they won't come to us and there won't be a well, evidently you, 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 you don't want to defund the police because you think the police are doing exactly what they should do by killing black men. You see, you, you can't win. See, Alex, that's the problem. That's why the truth has to finally win out. And the truth is that that is bullcrap. Well, you're a racist because you don't care about... That is bull... That is not true. How, you're going to tell me how I think? That's the problem. We got the brain police. We got oh. people telling us how we should think, what we should think, how we should act. Oh, I'm sick of it. Over the week... Um... Over the week, we then our conversation shifted from let's stop the riots to now let's investigate the departments. And I'm fine with that. I think if we did internal reviews or had independent investigators do whatever, look at complaint loads, that's fine. But that's all we need to do. We don't have to sit there and say, let's remove funding too. Um, and so maybe another thing where they're going to just keep pounding at it until they get the way they want, which is ultimately going to be. It's ultimately going to be the end of the police, and people can think I'm 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 being overreactive, but I'm not. I see it coming. And I have to totally disagree. I'm just I just maybe it's my my crazy hopefulness in in human beings in general. I mean, it's a small group of people stirring stuff up. That's true. And those loud, small people are having a voice. And, and by the way, I say that because de Blasio over the weekend, you know, if he really wanted to, to move funding around, why didn't he do that after the Eric Garner case? Why did he do this after he maybe watched a protest or two, say, to fund the police? And then he's like, you know what? We have this idea, too. It's like, come on. You just were at the protest, and now you're doing this, and you're telling us it was not the protest? That's, that's a lot. Well, bottom line, Alex, is if you disagree with me, you are you're a racist. So just get used to it. You're a racist if you disagree with what I'm saying. But I do think I do think to your point on hope. I actually think Cuomo is going to displace him. I think if there were enough voices to say, "Hey, oh my gosh," if if there were enough voices to say, "Hey, uh, Governor Cuomo, we do not want the 18 month plan that the Blasio has planned out for the end of his term to take effect. We would like you to take action now. Maybe he would listen." Because like him, he likes to bow down to pressure too. So maybe we can pressure him. Oh, that's another thing that I just uh, caught wind of yesterday, and it's true. You get people that, that react to the to what they think is the majority, which is really not the majority. It's just the ones that have the, uh, the what do I want to say, um, the, the, quote, backbone, driven by what, I don't know, mm. to say something. What happens... If you okay, this what's her name? What's the, what's the gal's name? AOC, uh, you think, uh, or AOC? Uh, Candace Owens. Oh, I love Candace. Yeah. I'm looking forward to. I'm I'm on Amazon right now, and it's not going to come out till the 15th of September. But Blackout: How Black America Can Make Its Second Escape from the Democrat Plantation. Whoa. And you know what? what title. Mm. That's just the title is inciting. <laughs> He will be getting a lot of these small business owners back to him to vote for him. You know, especially those who have had their businesses burned. Um, he, yeah, that he will get a lot of that community back out for him. I think because of Absolutely. all this. Because as we said before, and they won't admit it, 
The minute he said, well, I'm deploying the military, all of a sudden there was calm because things just stopped, <laughs> you know? You're right. You're right. And I didn't like when he said it at the time, but now I see why. And this is the thing with him. You kind of get why he said it after the fact. During it, it's like, wow, I don't, I don't know what's going on. And then you realize, oh, he just threatened them, and they got their acts together. So check this out. It's interesting you're saying that because it's like the pendulum. You, right now, right now, you have people say, well, there are folks saying we need to defund our police department. Now that to me is like going way, 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 way out to the left. Then you have Trump who says, we're going to deploy the National Guard if you guys don't take care of things. Way, 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 maybe it's not that far to the right. Maybe, and maybe with everybody, can we just, it's it's crazy. He just just tweeted, by the way, if I can read this, he said, law and order, not defund and abolish the police. The radical left Democrats have gone crazy. Yeah. And it's, he's right. <laughs> he's, he's so right it on is, this. And it, oh, so now you're calling us crazy. Yeah, that's what I just called you. This is crazy thinking. And but there are people that don't think that it's crazy thinking, but it's such a small group of people. And again, what we need to do is make sure that we vote with our feet, not with a stamp. Oh, we could stomp in. Don't get it. They're, they're also, I, I think to this day, they're still afraid of him... Um, exposing the truth. This is the thing about him. He has a way to expose us to the ugly side of what we're seeing, even more so than maybe what the television shows. And that's why people resonate. And they also are afraid, because or not afraid, but they're upset because he's stopping their program. Every step of the way, he's got a counterpunch, and that is so fascinating to watch. He's, he's kind of, oh my gosh, I just realized this. He's kind of doing the rope-a-dope, isn't he? He is, and he's done that from the beginning. The, the wiretapping, Obama yeah. wiretap. Maybe he didn't think that, but it got people thinking. And uh, and sure enough, there was some campaign si- surveillance on him. So he was right on there, too. Well, and if, you know, bottom line is people don't like, people don't like to be exposed to the truth. And now I'm back to what the truth is, is all of us are fallen. We're all messed up. Mm-hmm. And how do we bring ourselves, how do we bring this country back together? What's the common, what should be the common, not divider, but the common denominator? We're Americans. We're human beings. Let's love, respect each other. And I would say the dignity of God brings us all together. I would say that too. How did you word that? The dignity that God gives us should bring us together. Fantastic. That's a great way to put it. We do have that worth because we're created in his image. That alone... Now, to me, that should settle it. Well, you're just a religious right wing, <laughs> whatever, wearing a Trump hat. That's what you are. Wait a minute. That would be. You sound a bit like um, t- uh, Sam Elliott there. That was pretty good, actually. Say what? Sam Elliott, you know, the deep voice guy who used to do the Smoke oh, in the Bear commercial. Yeah, Sam Elliott. Yeah. <laughs> He's one of my favorites. Hey, did you post your video, or do I have to let you go so you could post the video since I held you up another 15 minutes later today? And I'm, I'm I actually. Let, I don't have to let you control my life. I'm not on your plantation, bud. Oh Jesus, oh, that's so Jesus. bad. Uh, oh wow. I love you, man. Now that's a way I've never heard of before. But all right then. Um. So, so anyway, I just 
Yeah. Yeah. No, because I think both sides can be right if they wanted to be. Let's just put it that way. You think what? I think both sides. I think all of us have a chance to be yes. right if we truly wanted to be. It's just, yeah, we have to have more of a will to do that. And that's all. That, that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, we read the Bible too. I was reading, can I tell you my story yesterday, which was amazing? Dad and I are sitting in the park, a beautiful day, looking at the plants, the grass, the water. And Genesis one two one you know one to two or one to two and a half um, was was our reading for church on Sunday and it, as I was reading I saw the birds flying and how he said the birds of the earth are flying like all of this togetherness and I was just so excited to read it and see it in person there was something about that that okay, was you're, now I'm getting a goosey bumpy because this this reminds me of forty one years ago oh my gosh this is great. So here, let me just very quickly share with you, because we Christians, we share things. So my excuse for uh, smoking pot back then, <laughs> because after all, <clears throat> wait a minute, I got it right here, hold it, my large print. Uh, let's see, uh, God spoke, earth, green up, grow up, grow, grow all varieties of seed-bearing plants, every sort of fruit-bearing tree, and there it was, earth produced green, seed-bearing uh, plants, all varieties blah, 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 and God said it was good. So it's good to smoke pot. That's how I, that's what I derived from that reading. <laughs> and do you still believe it, or you don't believe that now? I don't think it's a good idea. I, 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 I but I do think they're medicinal, I yep. It's a good idea to be, you know, have morphine plugged into you, but if you need it, if you, if you, if you're somebody who, I don't know, I, you just reminded me of this with my stepdad. I was one that helped administer that well. He was changing addresses, and it was hard. This might be a weird thing, right? But if we can that get we can get enjoyment from reading the you know Genesis outside with literally the plants, the earth, and the people around us, should we also go to other sites of the readings, like something that's exemplifying and say, "Hey, let's read about this this week while we're in sort of that same situation and see what was going through." Yeah. yeah, I think that be favorite, that'd be kind of cool. It's like mobile church. Hosea, go marry a whore. I mean, there's a quite a contrast. Look at the beautiful plants. Hey, go marry a whore. <laughs> what? What? Oh, it's an amazing book. The Bible is an amazing book. It's so twisted and turning sometimes too. It's like. <laughs> I mean, because God did test to see if God did test to see if what Abraham would kill his son or something yeah. like, right? So there's that too. Yeah, that's a twisted story. He's ready to plunge a knife into his. Hey, uh, Dad, what's what's the deal with the with the big lighter and the and the sticks? And you got me strapped on. What what are you planning, Dad? <laughs> oh, just, oh, just trust, trust me, son. 
God's providing a sacrifice if it's you. <laughs> Why do you think God did that though? I never really understood what his purpose with that story was. That I that he was he was he was testing. That what I get from it, he was testing the faith of Abraham, and he did provide that critter that was stuck in a bush somewhere, and provided a different sacrifice and the sacrifice as we know was his son and and his son has gave you know victory over death the same spirit that raised christ from the dead lives in those of us you know that's what's so exciting so what what am i going to just kick back and not not involve myself on main street i'm going to go peacefully if i go you should have a counter there should be a counter to this um, i absolutely agree with you on that one thousand percent hey you know what no. i need to get my radio hope sign up and get it set up down there on the green space in front of trump plaza <laughs> in manhattan trump plaza and it's the green space never mind oh jeez. oh this well is fun. so okay i i'm one more thing because i'm really fascinated by this now um i think god tests us every day uh, and also wants to see if we understand like someone uh, recently Sandra Eastock came on and said you know when God gives you a boat you should take the boat why don't we take the boat when God gives you a helicopter to escape from someone yeah. it's like that theory is so true and then on the other side if you if you said God tried to get me to kill my son today you'd be looking kind of crazy so do you think people still believe in that kind of thing like God's testing them in that way or is that kind of a older idea now oh, oh no I think it's I, well, I think I think he still does I think it's just using discernment I mean the, the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom and how many people don't have a reverential fear of God I mean he looks at what's going on and a part of him he says he laughs at the foolishness of, of what here, here we are these you know human beings and yet we do we obviously have worth to him but for people to say we don't need we don't need law and order, well, we're going to have law and we're going to have order, but it's going to be according to what this few people say it's going to be. Wow. Ooh, here here we go. I I just found there's a whole bunch of different verses on the cops. I think I told you this biblical verses on the police. Romans. Well, well, there you go. Romans, the book of Rome. I mean, oh my God. Uh, maybe not the best decision, best idea, but. This feels true today. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority, this is Romans 13, 1, except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment, for rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Wow. They should be that, but there are bad. We know there are bad there are bad human beings. It's like I'm telling you, and again, people don't agree with me, which is fine, but we're, we're, we're right. We come out a little sinner poopy, but no. I don't think we come out racist. I no. do think it's something that we're taught, which I think is just despicable. Yeah, and that's... that's... I'm not playing with Timmy because Timmy's brown and I'm white. And no. I hear, you know, that, that also is... Same with, at, you know... Up. Same with African American families. Sometimes, if it's if it's too intense, they actually tell us tell them to not like white people. I mean, there's both sides of the spectrum on that one. So. There is. You're 
absolutely right, and that's that's the problem. We are the problem, and I don't want to sound cliche, but Christ is He is the answer. When I got whammy thirty years ago, mm-hmm. what I what was shown to me was I have the sin problem, and Christ is the answer to my sin problem, and it's a mess. I mean, I oh, like. And I, I, for the record, Brian Buckmeyer, if you listen to this podcast replay, I don't understand why 57 resigned in protest against the suspensions. I do think that's kind of ridiculous to me. Um, and maybe it does show that they had, they thought that the 70-year-old should be pushed to the ground. I don't exactly know why they protested the suspension by resigning like that of the two other officers. It was still bizarre to me. But I do will not stop saying you have a, a community of cops that are also maybe fearful for the, what they do on their job, and I think that's that's well, here's tough. Here's the bottom line, as far as I'm concerned. When it comes to law enforcement, if, if a policeman is, <laughs> if you got the lights going on behind you, first of all, you hope it's, you know, it is a police officer, not somebody that's just playing the part. It's probably a good idea to pull over. Um, it's like, what did I do wrong? Well, if you got an open container of alcohol, you hmm. might be in trouble. There's, it's so cool now when I see a, when I see a police officer, I wave at. I so I was going to put a big sign out in my front yard. I support our police. I support our law enforcement. You know how other people might misconstrue it? Tell me. You're a racist. You think it's okay to kill black people? No, that's not what I said. You took what I said and you twisted it. And that's why I think we're afraid to say anything because it's going to get twisted. And that's why I love doing an interview live, anything live, because then you can't twist it. It's just there. Bingo. Uh, Absolutely. Right there. I don't edit. No. You know, I did that once and I just was like, ah, never mind. Um, Anyway, I won't won't edit myself like that. Anyway, Michael, I know you got to get to your podcast. Thanks for... Doing another 45 with me today. This was a really important combo, I thought. So thanks for joining me today. And Alex, have a great day. Love you, brother. Have a great one. 9 a.m. Eastern, Radio Hope. He'll be there. And uh, I might just tune in as well. Join us at uh, 9 a.m. with Radio Hope. I'm Alex Garrett. Don't let Rome burn today. We can, we can do it the right way today.